0: Stress is something that has a great impact on each and every one of us in one form or the other. We have all experienced stress and it's not a bad thing. However, when it's built up and we do not have the strategies to cope with them or handle them, it becomes a big problem leading to burnout. I am Dr. Denis. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom." And today, I am on this show sharing with you the impacts of stress and how you can change the way you look at a stressful situation from happening to you to happening for you. So stay tuned as we talk about all the beautiful things we usually talk about on this show, which is our well-being as mothers of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Motherhood is beautiful, but you know, there are some times when we put the needs of others before our needs, and unfortunately, we suffer (laughs) the consequences of being burnt out, of putting ourselves last, but also of having a depletion of our health and well-being. And I am your reminder today to say, hey, mom, take a break, take a moment, think about you, take care of you. Okay. So if you've not already subscribed to this, download this episode, share it with others. There is a beautiful exercise we'll be going through in this episode. And I want you to come back and have a listen because you're going to benefit from just hands-on doing the exercise at your own private time. Okay, super. So without further ado, let's delve into stress. (laughs) Not literally, but actually in a way that would empower you and empower me. People have heard of this quotation, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Because we don't understand something, that can even be a source of stress for us. And because we are able to understand things, it gives us clarity so we can handle things better. I remember in the midst of the pandemic, as horrible or as challenging as that was, the most important factor that contributed to the stress levels that people experienced was the lack of clarity not knowing about this thing, not understanding the impacts, not understanding what consequences could happen as a result of exposure, non-exposure, of lockdown, of the impact on your business, your children, your relationships. That was the factor that was causing problems. So the moment we equipped ourselves with knowledge, then we can work on developing strategies that help us to not only survive, but thrive through any challenges we face. Now, there are some people that are in situations or there are people with certain personalities, like if you've got a type A personality, you might be more prone to stress than someone who's probably laid back. You might be in a situation whereby everything is crumbling down seriously, everything. And there's someone else that is just maybe one out of the many aspects of their life that is not up to scratch. These things can contribute to our stress levels. And the impact is not only on our emotions, which is part of our soul, but our mind as well and our bodies. And sometimes people even lose hope. We don't want that to happen. And if that is something that you're feeling like, oh, my goodness, this is weighing me down, I ask that you please seek professional help because help is out there for you. You are not alone. Okay, so if you' are at that point or you know someone who is at that point, you can be an advocate for them or you can go ahead and seek the help as well okay so when we talk about things happening in our environment, some things directly impact your life, but there's some things that have a more projected outlook. for example, I mentioned earlier the pandemic now the pandemic wasn't great, but it's and it wasn't something that initially affected us. I remember when it all started, people were talking about, oh yeah yeah, there's a place somewhere in China and then it became oh there's a place somewhere in Europe and then it became oh my goodness is the entire world. So sometimes certain things start external to us and we don't pay attention to it. And then when it comes nearer home, we start to feel the impact of it and that stress can be very very demoralizing. Dis- and so For example, I mean, I'm a family doctor and I see um, situations happen, people being ill, people losing their lives. And it was all, you know, like, oh, dear, I can't even begin to imagine what you're going through. But when I was going through that stress, when I got the curveball of the death of my father and I was grieving the loss, I started to understand the level of stress that grief can bring. Now, people talk about perhaps losing a loved one and maybe they need some time off work or some time away from business or whatever commitment they have, but they can't really get themselves away. Maybe they get five days for bereavement or maybe they get a week, but that is not enough. Now, don't get me started. I can't say this is a set time for bereavement, but it does require an understanding. And that this grief is a journey. It's not just an event that happens and then you forget about it. No, it is a journey. And so when I was able to recognize that this journey, even though I'm years in that journey, there are times when it really knocks me off my feet. And there are some times when I feel foiled by it. It's like, oh my goodness, yes, this happened. And yes, at that point in that moment, it happened to me. And my question was, why, why did this happen? Why, why, why now? Why me? And I'm sure perhaps maybe that is something you've asked about something happening in your life, something challenging that is going on in your life. And I have to say that is usually our initial response, especially as humans. We want to know why and why do I deserve this? And That's another very popular thing. but. You know, as mothers, especially that when things happen in your life and you're still asking those why questions, everything else in your life does not stay on hold. It keeps going on. And so you have to find and devise a way to plod on. So here I was, grieving the loss of my father, but taking care of my beautiful children who were both under the age of five. Now, when you have all that going on, it can be overwhelming. Then you add a full-time job. That time I was working full time as a doctor, having my own calls. My goodness, the impact of those stresses from multiple facets of my life was overwhelming. I was vanishing. I was becoming a shadow of myself. I lost three dress sizes. I was scared all the time. I was sleepy and lacking sleep and feeling drained and lacking energy. I mean, seriously that was a picture of burnout and when you go through that you sometimes get to a point where you go i do not know where to go from here and that's a point i hit i hit that point when i thought this had to stop this had to change i had to find a way and that is that moment where i would say the penny dropped that is that moment that has transformed me to who I am today, where I'm able to speak with you and say, hey, I know what it's like, but we can make a change from this happened to me to this happened for me. And so before it gets to a point where your stress level have built up to burnout, let us share strategies that would help to chip away all those things that are causing us to feel that stress and burnout. Some features that would manifest as buildup of stress can be reflected in your body. And you might wonder, oh, I I don't, I'm not stressed. I don't think I'm stressed. Oh, it's just a little niggle. I'll share with you some of the responses that your body tells you, it's your body talking to you. And I know I've done an episode where I talk about the body whispering to you and then whimpering before it starts to scream and shout. Sometimes it's just a whisper of maybe a little bit of butterflies in your tummy, fluttering here and there. You might feel a little bloated. You might have lack of concentration, difficulty making decisions, forgetting where you put your keys. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> okay. So these can be signs that you are quite stressed and they also can progress into burnout where someone actually feels depressed or very anxious And these are things that we, you and I, can make changes to. Now, whenever you want to face a challenge, now, nobody would say, oh, yes, come on, bring all challenges my way. If you were given face challenges to get to your destination or have a smooth path to your destination, most people will say, God, just give me my smooth path to my destination. Thank you very much. I will forget about the challenges, but we don't get a choice. (laughs) And so even though we find out that, yes, life is full of hurdles, and I think probably that's the best way to describe it. It's like you're on a track. It's full of hurdles. It's got potholes. It's got rivers to swim across, almost like a triathlon. And there are many times when you will feel drained What can you do as a person? What can I do as a person to make sure that we are tapping into our energy packs? We are refueling ourselves. We are refilling ourselves. There are certain decisions we have made in our lives, and all these decisions will have consequences, whether positive or negative. And when you think about the decisions, the challenges that we experience in our lives that are causing us to feel this way, We might say, oh, I don't know. I could have done things differently. And that's something about reflection or something about hindsight. You think you could have done things differently. But in that moment, when you're doing that reflection, sometimes we as mothers, we beat ourselves up. We feel guilty. Oh gosh, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. And I want us to get away from that frame of mind because yes, things could have been done differently. They could have been done better, but knowing what you knew at the time in that state of mind, you made a decision and the consequence was maybe a palatable one or maybe something that was really not palatable. In that moment, what can you do? You can decide to focus on, oh my goodness, this horrible thing happened to me. And then you start to ask the why questions or you can then focus on this happened for me and you can focus on what opportunities are here what can i learn from this what am i hoping to gain from this experience because you and i are on a journey building experiences every moment of every day i remember when i was learning how to cook now this wasn't a formal learning how to cook you know how you are in the kitchen with your mom and she's cooking something she picks up <laughs> the pot um, and puts it from one part of the kitchen to another part of the kitchen but this pot was on the fire and so you say oh that looks cool then you decide to do pretty much the same thing so you then decide to pick up the pot and put it somewhere else maybe you finish trying to make something and then you go, hot, what, what? hot, hot. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> okay. Now, there's something I've found about African mothers. For some reason, I don't understand. We don't tend to use mittens or gloves in the kitchen. <laughs> we just pick up the stuff, put it somewhere. I don't understand. But anyway, if this is your experience, you might be able to understand what I'm talking about. But that first experience of picking up a pot and moving it somewhere else and then discovering that it was hot, that taught me, before you pick up a pot. Make sure that you're holding the parts that perhaps have maybe some wooden handle or a plastic handle or a rubber handle, something that will not be a conductor of heat, especially if it's moving from the fire. That's number one lesson I learned. Number two lesson I learned is get some gloves. Come on. Gloves, mitten, something. Even if you don't have that, get a cloth. Don't use your bare hands. Then number three, test it, touch it. Is it hot? Can you hold this for a bit to do the movement? So those are certain things. And this is when you are saying, okay, I maybe might have burnt my hand moving that hot pot, but what can I learn from this experience? So that sounds like a very simple thing for us to do, right? However, there are many things that happen in our lives and we think, oh yeah, yeah, it's simple, it's simple, I can do it. But then in the moment, we don't get to do it why because our monkey brain our um flight fight and freeze mechanism is always looking at oh i need to survive something's hurting me why and so you and i need to do a bit of a practice and so like i mentioned earlier there's an exercise we're going to be doing at the end of this session and what i'll do i will also put a link to the worksheet you can use to go through this exercise. And this is part of the strategies that I teach in my programs. And there's actually a beautiful workshop training program for stress management, where this is a part of, as as well as other um, strategies and tools. And so I'd love to invite you to come for that and take on that training. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you'll be able to have access to getting this tool and this training. So when you look at the change of focus from why me to what, which is also a change of focus from this is happening to me to this is happening for me, you have that transition. And by so doing, you evolve to be a better version of yourself. Remember, you're not comparing yourself to your friend, your sister, your mother, your auntie your colleague your frenemies your friends no you're comparing yourself to you who you were a moment ago you and i need that evolution constant improvement i'm going to give examples of challenging situations that can occur in your life and my life and i'm going to give you an example for example if maybe you were going through a personal challenge a family challenge like Living like going through a divorce. You might say to yourself, okay, I'm going through a divorce and that's happening to me now. Yes, you can look at it that way, but that gets you in a place where you start to feel like a victim. That's where you start to feel like, why me? Why now? But when you say, How is this this when you talk about that divorce happening for you? It might be a situation whereby you might think, oh my goodness, hmm. What can I learn from this experience? What might have led to this? What did I contribute that made this? Because in every situation, we always like to blame others. It's very simple. Oh, gosh, it's somebody else's fault. But even if you were in an abusive relationship, I talk from experience. There's that thing of saying, oh my goodness, yes, an abusive relationship. That person is horrible. The person is this. And you start, can start calling names that the person is nasty. But you made a decision at some point in your life that you either did not see those red flags early enough for you to bolt <laughs> and not get into that relationship or not progress that relationship to marriage stage. Or, and you probably made some choices to ignore those red flags. Or there might have been an evolution. So the person was sweet and nice at the beginning and then suddenly they evolved. And then you say, oh my goodness, okay, you know what? Especially as mothers, well, I will stay here. The person will change. Or maybe for my children, I don't want a broken home. Nobody wants a broken home, but things happen. And then you stay there and then things get worse. Unfortunately, you and I, By staying there, you're also making a choice. I've met so many beautiful, amazing mothers who are going through challenges similar to this. And they say, I don't have a choice, I have to stay. I don't have a choice, I have to do this. I have to um, do this for my children. I have to do this because I have nowhere else to turn. I understand, I can't even begin to imagine. But remember that you, really do have a choice. You do have a choice. There might be hard choices to make. There might, of course, with those choices be challenging consequences. But when you look at that situation and say, this is happening for me, it's building your character, it's building your resilience. I know that before today, before my experience of loss, of grief, of all these challenges that I've gone through in my life, I will not have been the person I am today and I'm grateful for who I am because I think if I was the version of who I was without those experiences, I might not really be a good friend of myself. I would have been like, oh my goodness, she's such a snob. But right now I see myself and I'm like, I'm thankful for these experiences because they have taught me so much. And so divorce is happening for you. Is it that you need to change your self-awareness? You need to be self-aware, be able to recognize red flags and take action. You need to be decisive. Is that something that is being taught to you because of that experience? Is it possible that this experience, what is trying to get for you is get you to understand your values? Because unless you understand your values, your vision, your mission in life, you will not be able to recognize someone who has a similar value, mission, and vision for you to pair up with, align with, and move forward with. So you're moving on to another relationship, perhaps. If you have not done that work of what that divorce did for you, you will go into another situation where you are connected to someone who probably doesn't have the same values vision or mission with you and is perhaps serving as an anchor while you're moving north the person is moving south dragging you back and if the person has probably a little bit more force than you they just keep dragging you backwards <laughs> and you really don't want that so that divorce might be a challenging situation but it can happen for you and that's the experience that you can go through and I'm going to um talk about how you can look through that so perhaps you are you have got a journal this is the journal experience i was going to, i was telling you about get your journal if you don't have a journal grab a notebook okay and in that notebook i want you to draw three lines the three lines are going to be joined together in the middle and what it's going to look like it's a y okay a capital y all right so draw these three lines meeting at the middle capital y and at the top where the y the, the almost like the v of the y at the top right number one a little number one okay close to the joining point and on the left side right number two and on the right right number three i'll tell you what you will do with those things now I want you to think of whatever challenge or whatever situation you might be going through right now. Whatever that is. It is good to take things one at a time. If you are going through a lot of challenges, do this exercise for each of those challenges. Okay. So look at the challenge you're going through right now. Maybe the one that is bothering you the most, or maybe the one that is probably more um, severe. Okay. Whatever that is, just pick one. And I want you to look at this, why you have drawn on your journal, and I want you to think about three things, three things that this situation, this challenge, this circumstance is doing for you. So you might do this at the end, or you might come back and listen to this episode again and do this. What this experience, what this journal experience does for you is that it helps to open up your eyes to see what that challenge, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how dark that storm cloud looks, it helps uncover the silver lining behind that dark storm cloud. So think about what is it that is happening for you what are you learning what are you gaining experience on because of that challenge write three of these things now you might have much more if you have much more that's great but three is a very good number because it's manageable okay and sometimes whenever you're going through challenges or an analysis of challenges you're going through there is a risk of you doing a bit too much and getting yourself drained We don't want that to happen, okay? So, if you're able to do this, you will gain the ideas that would help you to make plans. Because the next step from getting clarity of what is going on in your life, perhaps a situation, is that once you gain clarity, you can actually move forward to the next step, which is having the strategies and that's exactly the kind of things that i will be covering in the stress management training program so do not forget to tune into that program it's occurring very soon so if you haven't already go ahead go into the link in the show notes it's www.doctordenny.com forward slash stress management and you will be able to gain those insights Remember no matter what challenges you might be going through, no matter what difficulties you might be going through, if you focus on it, you will gain stress building up that can lead to burnout. That burnout is going to affect your health and well-being. And as a mother, that does not just affect you, it affects everyone around you. But if you have strategies, because you are not focusing on what is happening to you, but what is happening for you, you gain clarity by using the exercise I've just described, you will be able to move forward, knowing how to chip away all that stress that is meant to be building up. But it is chipping away to a manageable level that you are thriving, not surviving. You and I, as mothers, deserve this. And so, share this episode with others as well. Listen to this again. Do the exercise. Most importantly, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So please leave a review. I am Dr. Duny, and I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, I ask that you stay well.